Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Jono. And my name's Beck. And Zap the Podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure. We find weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it, and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And boy, am I excited, Beck, because this is episode number 40. Oh my gosh, we're so old. We are, 4-0. Look at that. I don't know, the time's flying so fast. I can't, I can't keep track of it all. Well, lucky we have the episode numbers to help us keep track of time. Yeah, no, that's very true. Yeah, it's, it's lucky that there's an accounting system, yes. <laughs> decimal Thank system God that we for can numbers. utilize. <laughs> Uh, Beck, to start us off, I thought I would introduce the audience and potentially you, I don't know if you've heard of this yet, uh, to an awesome pastime activity that you can do on the water. Have you ever heard of something called magnet fishing? No, I never have. (laughs) Magnet fishing is a lot like regular fishing, except where regular fishing has a rod uh, and like a hook with bait to catch fish, magnet fishing has a rope with a super strong magnet on the end to try and catch magnet attracted metals. Now, I think this is a a super cool hobby yeah. because uh, you just go out in the water, try and see what you can pull up from the bottom of the, of the lake or whatever body of water you're on um, because it's got like the allure of treasure hunting in a sense that any body of water could hold valuable or treasurable items mm. while at the same time, it also, this hobby helps to remove old metal objects from waterways and like aquatic habitats. So it's True. kind of like, it's exciting. A win-win. You've got the, it is. <laughs> it's, it's fun and you're, it's good for the environment. And it's just, it's got that level of excitement, you know? Mm. Like, who knows if you're going to just pull a car out of the water? That's like. that's very true. You'd have to pull pretty hard. I yeah. don't know if the magnet would do you too good with a car. True. Um, it's a bit but, like using a metal detector, but in the sea, yeah, right? It, yeah, it does have, it has that vibe. That's yeah. what I was kind of thinking. It's, it's metal detecting, but you don't have to be going through a midlife crisis yeah. for it. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> we shouldn't love. We don't know who out there is a, uses no, a metal don't. detector. Um, we don't. But, uh, no. But unfortunately, for magnet fishing, every for every yang there is a ying, right? Okay. Um, a dark side that comes uh, with the allure. It, it comes alongside the allure of not knowing what you're going to pull out of the water, because along with treasure, you can also find pretty dangerous items. In fact, in the US, there's a heap of documented cases of magnet fishers pulling up weapons potentially uh, used in crimes. Oh, geez. Because <laughs> um, if someone's done an armed crime and they need to dispose of the weapon, a lake is a pretty convenient place to just like hoik it in. So it, it's it's quite a common, uh, not common, but like there's entire people on, on YouTube who have channels where they just put out videos all the time um, of magnet fishing and scuba diving and, and that sort of stuff to find stuff on the bottom of, wow. of lakes and whatnot. And I had no idea like, it was such a huge thing. Yeah. And finding weapons is like the the clickbait title. Like <laughs> right. They, <yep>. they always <laughs> say, we, we went diving, found potential murder weapon. That's sort of like the, the clickbait Crime for it. solved, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, it, these people are, are looking to just help find weapons and give it to the police so that if there's a serial number or something, the police have like an extra piece of the puzzle, perhaps. Oh, so it's yeah, kind of, true, it is kind of wholesome in that, in that matter. Mm. But, Beck, today I have a magnet fishing story that's even spookier than finding a criminal weapon. And it all Ooh. starts with two girls in Washington who decide to go out for some magnet fishing along a nearby river uh, where they pulled out what I would consider to be probably the worst thing you could ever hope to find at the end of the magnet. 
Okay. It was a grenade. A oh, full-on yeah. grenade. And that... look, if, if I were these girls, I would be terrified, right? Yeah. You pull out something that looks like a grenade, and especially like something that's been underwater, degrading for who knows how long. You have no idea if it has the potential to explode, nor do you know how like stable it is yeah, or like, like what's what going to set it off. The magnet is the thing to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, set it well, off. At least it's just your magnet that's that's gone at the bottom of the water. Okay, then. true, true. <laughs> this story blows my mind because what did these girls do? They assumed it was a fake and they took it home. <gasps> which is the most insane thing I've ever read. And it was only after getting the grenade home that they called the police to make sure it wasn't going to explode. Oh, my gosh. This has got to be the biggest PSA for dealing with potential explosives as a what not to do. Because that's that's madness. We're just a very trusting generation, I think. And also (laughs) probably, like, deal with a lot of fakes. So it's like, oh, well, that's obviously not real. (laughs) Yeah, they've seen too many fake things online. They're like, that can't can't be real. Surely not. These things actually don't exist, do they? (laughs) Yeah, but, like, transporting a potentially live and volatile (laughs) explosive, let alone picking it up in the first place, is just pure madness. Uh, Like... But these girls honestly should be buying a lottery ticket because it was the <laughs> luckiest day of their life as the grenade turned out to be True. a replica uh, with no explosive material inside. But if one thing's for sure, it's that these girls got a lot more than they bargained for. So if you have listened to our previous episode, which I hope you have because... Like, that would just make sense. I mean, you can listen whatever order you want, but... <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty of this. Like, we yeah. we have, like, we've done a certain amount of these. Like, we, we said at the beginning of this, this is the 40th, but it's not like you have to listen to them in order. Yeah, it's not quite sequential. It's just no, it's not. what you're feeling. There's, there's sometimes some, some callbacks, some references yes. to old stuff, but um, it's not it's not like you're missing too much. Yeah, no. <laughs> there's no secrets that we're keeping no, up. No, <laughs> never. But <laughs> if you did listen to our previous episode, you might remember that we briefly touched upon writing a crime drama movie TV show. Oh, no, novel, wasn't it? It was a novel. novel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a novel. A crime drama novel, uh, which, of course, if you didn't listen to last episode, you can probably even guess the theme. It was KFC-themed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like, if yeah. there's anything coming up, you can probably just assume it's somehow related to yeah. KFC and you're it's pretty much up bet. to speed with all the previous episodes. Yeah. <laughs> KFC or crime, you're usually in the right ballpark. Yeah, yeah. So I can't even remember how it came up, but we decided we were going to write a KFC crime drama novel. And we have got way more than we bargained for because sometimes we say things and we don't actually follow through with them. But this one we are. (laughs) (laughs) This one we're doing. So right now what we're going to do is one thing that Jono and I have loved, like back since radio time, is using random generators online. Oh, yeah to come up with, you know, ideas. They're often the source of many of our ideas and it's just a great way because you know it's going to be unique. So we're going to start small. We've got to come up with the plot for this novel first. Um, One thing we do have is the title, which was decided last week, and it is An Undisclosed Amount of Fries. That's going to be the name of this crime drama novel. Ominous. Very (laughs) ominous. Um, So I've got in front of me a plot generator for a crime thriller novel. 
And so basically it's kind of like what we did in Mad Libs. We're going to have to come up with a couple names, adjectives, those sort of things. And then it will basically spit out a plot (laughs) for us. And we're going to go away during the week and come back next episode with perhaps a first chapter of An Undisclosed Amount of Fries. So That would be one. I reckon through, throughout the weeks, we're going to write a whole book. We, and we're going to publish it. And this will yeah. be what catapults that into a, net, a new <laughs> dimension. If we were able to get this published, it would be a miracle. That's so I don't true. know if anyone would... would knowingly publish a crime drama novel (laughs) based around KFC called An Undisclosed Amount of Fries. (laughs) Well, weirder things have happened in relation to KFC as we we well know. (laughs) So to start us off, we need to come up with a name for our detective. So I feel like there's only one name it can... There's only one man who can can do this job. We're going with Harlan Sanders, right? Harlan Sanders, yeah. yeah. The colonel himself. We need title, which I think we'll go with detective because that seems to make sense. Detective Sanders, yeah. Detective Harlan Sanders. Okay. We then need the name of their sidekick. Ooh. Yeah. Harlan's got a sidekick for this one. Harlan's got a sidekick. I don't think there's any sort of like in in universe like uh, sidekicks to yeah. in KFC because at McDonald's you've got like the hamburger. Oh, he's kind of like a villain, but you've got the hamburger, <laughs> you've got Grimace. Yeah, you've you got, got there's people. quite a few yeah. characters. But KFC is, yeah, really not just so the much. Colonel, yeah. Um, it's just the Colonel. So we'd probably have to, we'd probably have to come up with something interesting here to, to be his sidekick. What and that's about a- if we t- were to do like something like Bucky? Like an ode oh, to yeah. the bucket. Oh, um, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Okay, so I'll Maybe do... it can have very subtle um, similarities uh, with <laughs> the Marvel franchise and Captain America's sidekick. Oh, I d- is his name Bucky? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> we're just born for this. I okay, Mister we Mister Bucky. Actually, I'm going to make him Sir Bucky. Oh, he's been knighted. Yeah. <laughs> for his like, honourable work in the first chicken name field. And the last name? <laughs> Maybe I'll make him Sir Red Bucky. Because oh, yeah. it's like Red Bucket. Okay. I like that. We then, ooh, we need a person the detective is fond of. Ooh. Um, someone the detective is fond of. Uh, surely it's it's Poppy Chicken. Oh. <laughs> Surely, oh po- surely it it's Poppy Chicken. Poppy Chicken. Oh, that is so good. Okay, Poppy Chicken. Why is my keyboard not? Okay, there we go. Poppy Chicken. All right. And what is their relationship to the detective? Um. Oh, is it? Because I was thinking more of a of a love interest. That's what I was thinking too. So I'm guessing like this, their relationship to the detective is like how they know them, maybe. Ah, uh, okay. Um, well, probably through Bucky. Okay, so I would like, say. F- friend, friend, friend of Bucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we already making this too complicated for this generator? <laughs> what if we um like made it? She is their chef. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah I like okay. that. That's it's that's very um that KFC TV drama. <laughs> oh chef yeah, a recipe chef. for seduction. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now this is getting a bit mad, Libby. We need an adjective to describe somebody's physical appearance. Somebody's, yeah, no one in particular. Yeah, no. Okay, that's 
Um, <laughs> That's strange. I kind of wanted to go for words that would also be used to describe food. And the first one that came to mind is juicy, but I feel like that's a bit weird. <laughs> we can do it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Juicy, um, positive adjectives to describe someone's character. So I'm guessing like their personality. Golden. Go- oh, that's good. That is good. Um, and we need another one. What about spicy? Because oh, it's like herbs and good. spices. I like yeah. spicy. Okay, now we need negative adjectives to describe somebody's character. I feel like we have to have Ooh. greasy in there. Underseasoned. Underseasoned. <laughs> <laughs> the bane of KFC chips. <laughs> um, and we need one more. Gre- so we've got greasy, underseasoned, and... Ooh. Um, <laughs> I was going to say no. coleslaw, but that's not an adjective. <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Coleslaw. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we need an adjective that could describe an object. Um, Ooh, an adjective to describe an object. I'd probably go for something. Like, uh, maybe maybe we just go something normal here. Mm-hmm. Maybe rough. Rough. Oh, very nice. Okay. Thou, we need a (laughs) geographical location. Kentucky. Okay. (laughs) Beautiful. I was going to say KFC, but I like how this is not as obvious. It's a bit more subtle. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we don't know it's sponsored. (laughs) Um, I wish. (laughs) Now we need something somebody might be passionate about. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Secret Secret. Uh, it was very nice. Um, a body part. Why is it always um, fingers? I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fingers. Yeah, that's good. Um, I was going to say drumstick, but I feel like that we're <laughs> going too far off course there. <laughs> okay. Now we need a weapon. A weapon. Yeah, it is a crime oh. after all. So a crime drama. Yeah. Okay. Um, a, a, a weapon. Do you think we'd be going too far afield here if we said bucket of hot oil? <laughs> no, I think that's good. I think that's okay, very good. <laughs> it it do- doesn't... No, that's a lot better than what popped into my head, which I might say for the next one, which is okay. an object. And what popped into my head was the moist towelette. <laughs> you get from KFC. <laughs> Is not a weapon. I mean, not how I can imagine you can Moist use it. Moist letter to death. <laughs> uh, it's oh like, man. you know how in some um, horror films it's like chloroform on like the bit of oh, the yeah. rag <laughs> instead of like a just moist a moist <laughs> Who knows what those things are covered in? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> now we need something you can be addicted to. Ooh. I mean... I, I feel like there's a, there's a number of of um, obvious answers here, mm. but we got to think about this, right? Is this a, a like an alternate universe where KFC isn't a thing, and there's just a whole bunch of KFC related stuff True, in this universe? Yeah. Or does KFC exist? And like, because if KFC does exist in this universe, then Harlan's got to be somewhat connected to that. True. I feel, I feel like so, yeah. It has to Maybe. be around, but in like a subtle yeah. way. 
Maybe, maybe it can just be because if we, if we were to say wicked wings, then that would be a bit <laughs> a bit weird. I feel if we're proposing okay, it's like yeah. a, an alternate timeline kind of thing. Maybe we could just that's do what I feel like. Fried chicken. Yeah, fried chicken. Yeah. I feel like that's perfect. Yeah. Okay, fried chicken. Because I was going to say wicked wings, but that's specifically KFC. Yeah, true. <laughs> now we need two jobs. Two, two jobs. Yeah. Let's go for let's go for a sailor as a nod to. Nice. Um, what was it? Tender wings of desire. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's terrible that I know that off the top of my head. That, that is that's really just showing how what this show has done to <laughs> yeah. us. Okay, we need one more. Um, Why don't we could go colonel? Okay, true. Like true. in the military. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, colonel. All right. So, um, all right, let's do it. Oh, well, what's that's it. Okay. That's it. That's it. And I'm writing our pen name is Zap. All right. I'm yep. clicking the big button. Write me a crime plot. Let's go. Oh, dun, this dun, is dun, tense. Dun. It's my, okay. <laughs> All right. So this is the plot for an undisclosed amount of fries. I just realized we didn't mention fries at all. No, the, no, we didn't. The plot. But, oh, well, um, but I suppose like this, this is like a, I feel like this is a great place to start and we can sort yeah. of modify it from here. Like if we can sub out fries for something, cause we don't even know what half of these answers are going to, where they're going <laughs> to wind up. We can really so this adapt just, this because yeah, we can we adapt might not it. Like exactly. It at all. That's the right word. <laughs> so here's how it goes. It's a crime thriller by Zap, an undisclosed amount of fries. Mangled fingers have been turning up all over Kentucky and the inhabitants oh. are scared. <laughs> ten, I would be. Yeah. <laughs> ten murders in ten weeks, all committed with a bucket of hot oil. <laughs> oh, Ouch. It's hard to cut off a finger with a bucket of hot oil, but gee whiz, there's, there's something's it going hurts. on here because they've, they've been doing it. <laughs> but still, nobody has a clue who the greasy killer is. Oh, that's, that's perfect. Good. That's really that's good. Like, that's like the, the killer name because they're using hot oil. True. Oh, my gosh. It works. <laughs> it's working well. killer. <laughs> okay. Detective Harlan Sanders is a juicy and golden sailor <laughs> with a fondness <laughs> for secret herbs. <laughs> yes. Perfect. That's d- so good. <laughs> he doesn't know it yet, but he's the only one who can stop the under-seasoned killer. <laughs> oh, yes. When his chef... Poppy Chicken is kidnapped. Detective Sanders finds himself thrown into the center of the investigation. His only clue is a rough, moist towelette. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yes! He enlists the help of a spicy colonel called Red Bucky. Can Bucky help Sanders overcome his fried chicken addiction and find the answers before the coleslaw killer and his deadly bucket of hot oil strike again? Oh my goodness! Maybe, maybe then it's like there's oh the gosh. greasy guy and there's a coleslaw guy. Like oh, there's there's two. there's two criminals, and that's oh, like I the like plot that. twist. That's really they've, good. They they're like getting these like mismatching clues, and it turns out that there's two people doing it. That is oh my goodness. very good. That is very good. I like it. This is great. I love that. <laughs> Gee whiz, who knew it was so easy to write a book? I know. <laughs> well, we still got to do the writing part, I suppose. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we have the idea. That's, that's the yeah, hard part, that's right? that's great. <laughs> Gee whiz. Oh, geez, I love that. If, <laughs> I reckon I reckon there's something there's something in this. There really I reckon is. I reckon this is going to be great. This so if is you want to going to get us our KFC sponsorship. <laughs> oh my goodness, you reckon? I reckon. I, think I reckon so. if we reach out and be like 
hey, we've written an entire <laughs> book uh, without <laughs> without asking permission yeah. uh, that you didn't particularly want. Um, but it's like, don't worry, we never money. explicitly mention KFC. Um, we just That's allude true. to it. But but and, we can if but they we want do, us to. <laughs> we do use the uh, the name of, of Harlan yeah, Sanders, yeah, though, which I think they might have trademarked. <laughs> We'll look into that. <laughs> we'll look into that. That's that's the that's the Zap legal team's problem. Yeah, exactly. Which is also us. Yeah. <laughs> Zap the Podcast merch is finally here, and you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, and more, all with original designs, beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today. Today, we're talking about getting more than you bargained for. And today, I have another great story from my time working at the cinema. Oh, they're just so endless, aren't they? they there's quite <laughs> a few. And uh, every time we have, there'll be like a, a topic we're covering. I'm like, oh my goodness, I remember that time when this and this happened. That's relevant. <laughs> and so, there'll just be a fresh one. We'll bubble up to the top and I get to, so I get to scoop it off uh, from, <laughs> from the, the top and uh, serve it hot and fresh here on the podcast. I couldn't oh. be more grateful. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sort of brought me back. We used to do that all the time on on radio uh, where we'd have like a weird analogy for what we were doing. Like we'd find oh we'd scour gosh, the yes. we'd scour the news for the weirdest and wonderful um the the weird and wonderful news and then we would like we'd we'd pick up all the juicy little bits <laughs> and then we would serve them. Yes, uh, on I the forgot show. about that. And we that used to have good. like a different analogy every week. That, oh, <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> we could just bring it back. <laughs> we could bring it back. Um, so, yeah, I worked at the cinema uh, for five years. And in the last three years that I worked uh, there, I was a manager. Uh, and the main duty of managers is to make sure everything's running smoothly, make sure uh, everything's good, uh, the movies are running, all the customers are being served, um, everything's stocked up. Like, just overseeing everything that's happening, making mm. sure that there's no issues, pretty much. And problem solving when there are issues and trying to preemptively solve issues. <laughs> so if um, there, there was, that was sort of the main duty, but uh, a lot of managers had sort of extra duties that they would do um, and they would change from time to time. But throughout my three years, I pretty much held um, this duty as well as a few others here and there. Um, and that was maintenance. So if things broke or were damaged, I'd know about it pretty quick and I'd sort of have to be there to work out, is it something we can fix? Is it an easy fix? Or do we have to call our like facility team uh, to come and organize like a, a contractor to come out or, or, or whatever? That's, mm-hmm. that's all boring stuff. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> um, now, it was November 2019 and a few days uh, after we'd had some pretty big storms roll through. So I was at home. Uh, but my good mate Brody uh, was managing the cinema that night and he started noticing some leaks come in through the roof. And Ooh. as cinemas are almost always on the top floor of the shopping centre, they're often the first to face the threat of leaks uh, in the roof and oh, no. to face them mo- most severely. Mm. Now, a leak, it's not normally the end of the world. Just chuck them under a bucket under the leak uh, and wait till it stops. But on this particular night... Things went from bad to worse to <laughs> catastrophic, and my mate Brody started sending me pictures of the leaks. But these were no mere leaks. This was like a full-on flood. There was water like down, dripping down in in the foyer area. There was water swelling behind paint in the wall, oh my and God. what resembled a full-on like lagoon up in the aircon unit room above all the Ugh. cinemas and foyer and everything. 
Now, this was a bit of a rough hand to be dealt for old Brody because it was a busy, busy night and trying to manage the cinema as well as uh, a flood was near impossible. So wanting to give Brody a bit of a break from flood management and knowing that I'd probably have to be involved with it at some point anyway uh, on maintenance, <laughs> um, I put on my water-resistant hiking boots Ooh. and went in to help. Now, when I arrive, it is chaos. The The sessions are selling out like nobody's business. Water is dripping from the roof and all the ser- service areas are chock-a-block with queues. And as I arrive up to the aircon unit room, I see why the service areas are so busy because there's like multiple staff members up there with big floor squeegees pushing the water into the drains oh to try and clear gosh. it out. Um, Wait, because so some of the drains were the like blocked up as well. Cinema is like literally flooding, and people are like, "Oh yes, this still seems like a good idea to go well, see." Well, no, a film. the the actual theaters were fine. Like oh, in the foyer, okay. it was dripping. Right. Um, and like in the the aircon unit or the plant room is um what it's called. Um, there was a lot of like there was a lot of water. Up okay. There. Okay. Um, but as yeah, as, it was just the foyer mainly that people could actually see. Uh, the issues, the chaos. In the chaos, exactly. And it was kind of surreal because I get up there into the aircon unit room, and it's almost like Venice, like with water. Every- it's like the canals in Venice. <laughs> There's water everywhere, and the staff kind of looked like the gondola paddlers with their long squeegee brooms. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I could, it's I could just romantic. hear in my head that's Amore playing. I don't know. It was, it was pretty fun. Um, and. At this stage, Brody had called the facilities team to get some advice and they just told him it was likely that rain from the storms in the previous days had just sort of built up Mm. um, and so we just needed to clear that water and everything would be fine. Um, But... We, we managed to like unblock some of the drains in the in the aircon room and it starts to lower the level a little bit however more water still seems to be coming in like it's it's not draining really right like it's staying at a fairly consistent level even though we can see water going down the drain <laughs> and so after a bit of umming and eyeing I decide to go up and check the rooftop to double check that there's no like huge puddle of water or, or no water really coming mm. in from up there but as I as, like I have to climb up some ladders and go through some doors and, and all that sort of stuff. But as I reach the door to the rooftop, I hear the sound of water just rushing, gushing, just absolutely roaring out there. And then opening the door, I see a layer of water ankle deep covering this like entire massive roof space. And to give you like some scale, I reckon it was probably, if it was like a parking area, mm. you could have fit like 15 or 20 cars up there. Oh my god! And then, so I'm standing there, I see all this water and it's not like currently raining either. And so I'm like, what is happening? Um, and there standing in front of me is the culprit. It is a PVC pipe. It had gotten loose from its fitting and was just spewing water oh, out no. onto the roof at an unbelievable pace. Because it was in um, air conditioning units. There's big like towers. Oh, not like towers. There's these big sort of units, like mm. two people tall and like maybe a person and a half wide. And they basically are like evaporation towers. So the water gets hot. Um, after coming like going through the aircon unit because uh, of like the heat transfer, and then it goes through the evaporation tower to cool it down, and so one of the pipes feeding water back into the evaporation tower had come out, so like it was just absolutely spewing water, <laughs> and yeah, and so it after a bit of wrangling and you just some like very shut the door, clothes, you're like uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 I just shut the door, walk away, uh, I'm like all right, Brody, I think it's fixed, enjoy. Um, 
the uh, the pipe was mostly in place. Like it okay. wasn't like properly fitting in. I think one the fitting was slightly broken or something, but at least it was leaking a heck of a lot less. It was just <laughs> dripping a bit of water at this stage. Yeah. And it is just like crazy because the facilities team were just like, oh yeah, it's nothing big. You, you guys should have cleared the water out the other day. Uh, we're not sending anyone out for this. You're like, it's literally not clearing. <laughs> it's not clearing. And um, but yeah, it was. It wound up taking like a couple hours to for it to stop draining into the the areas below oh uh, and to go down all the drains. Um, but it's got, like it has to be said. It was one of my most enjoyed like shifts so to speak <laughs> so much because happening. i was just there i was yeah i was just walking around um fixing things i had my boots on i was it was like jumping in puddles <laughs> for an entire shift which sounds awesome that does sound very fun and i was gonna say yeah. once again Jono, you're just there to save the day i feel like yeah miss on, on well i'm only telling you the good stories <laughs> <laughs> keep that in mind there's there's a lot of good stories where i i do heroic acts um but that is a very very small percent of <laughs> what's happening <laughs> I, I do my job and i do it well uh but i'm definitely not the hero 100 percent of the time <laughs> but you are in this story and that's <laughs> in this story yeah definitely <laughs> so we're talking about getting a lot more than you bargained for and right now at the time we're recording this episode one thing that is blowing up at the moment is the netflix show called squid game and uh, jonah yes. have you had a chance to watch the show no as usual i'm uh, behind the trend <laughs> um i pride myself on my slow action uh towards trends it is a good thing <laughs> it, it means like you know you're not one to jump on the bandwagon you just you let it yeah happen. i do yeah. i'm i'm more of a trendsetter <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> well i like to think sometimes i'm the same like if a big netflix show comes out i'm often like oh you know it's just it's all hype blah, blah, blah. But this one, I, I jumped on it and I must say, I'm very happy to be on the wagon. It's it's great. I really, really liked Squid Game. And for those of you who haven't seen it, Jono included, it's basically yeah. about, without giving too much away, I think the easiest way to think about it is it's like the Hunger Games kind of. It's a Korean show um, and it's, it's actually really cool that it's like in Korean and you... I watched it with oh, subtitles. Awesome. Yeah, I I think it, don't watch it with the English dub because apparently it's just like weird. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously, there's, yeah. There's there's a lot of like um like almost gatekeeping with when it comes to like um the subtitles or to have it dubbed. I don't I don't quite understand it, but from what I understand, for the most part, if you can get subtitles, that's the best way yeah, to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and I actually I watch everything with subtitles. I don't know. I Me think, too. Yeah, I just think it's a better way. I otherwise I miss things. I feel. Yeah, so that my ears and my eyes can <laughs> exactly. pay attention. Exactly. Exactly. So if one of them's not, the other one is. <laughs> I'm glad you get it. So oh yeah, so as I was saying, it's kind of like Hunger Games in the sense that people are competing uh in these games to get through to the next round uh except if you lose the game basically you die and it's quite a brutal culling of people so are we playing this oh yeah. i don't, I don't, well, no. I, don't I don't want this to be the last episode of Zap. it won't be i just a lot of people have been talking online about how they literally don't think they'd make it past the first round so i thought we would oh, no. play well obviously not going to we're just going to either win or not win in this version. Okay. Um, I've yeah. come up with one, two, three, four, five games, which I feel are they're ones we can do, you know, over 
recording. They don't require visuals. They're also yeah. ones which require a lot of chance because in Squid Game, a lot of the games just simply required like they were often oh just chance. So it, I suppose that's that's the most fair way to do it. Yeah, not talent based. <laughs> exactly. That that was actually a huge thing. They're all about it being really fair, despite it being quite horrible um yeah (laughs) so so the games i've come up with and we're going to play them in this order the first one is heads or tails so we're literally going to pick it's going to be 50 50 whether we make it to the next round or not then it's going to be true or false i've found a random true or false question generator so that way i won't know the question either beforehand uh the third one is memory i have not looked up the answer to this myself and to be honest i'm not 100 percent confident with what it is. So I felt like it would be a good one to do, but it's one we both should know the answer to. Number four is literally a random win or lose wheel. I have, (laughs) I have a wheel generator online. One of the segments says win and the other nine say lose. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So we're going to spin it and see what we get. And the last one, if we make it to round five, is we need to try and balance. I, I asked Jono before we started recording tonight. I was like, Jono, you need to get a pen. Because, oh, yeah, that's what the pen's yeah, for. Yeah, this is where the pen comes in. <laughs> I've just had a pen this whole time. And I was, I've was i only just now realized that I had no idea what it was for yeah. up until that point. <laughs> so the pen, we're going to try and balance it on our finger for five seconds in any which way. Ooh. It just has to... I found it really hard to do, so... Like upright or either way, I think horizontal is fine. I think that's probably the most, you know, I'm trying it right now. I mean, maybe if you balance it on, yeah, I don't know, but it has to balance for five seconds. Um, Okay. And I think we could have a minute to try and try and do it. And then yeah, see how okay. it goes. But that that is all given if whether we actually make it to round five. Well, yeah, seeing as the, the round before that is like a, a one in ten chance yeah. of getting through, <laughs> I feel like that's unlikely. Yeah. Okay, so, of course, I, the game had to have a rhyming name. Otherwise, it wouldn't be an official game of Zap. So, I've gone with a simple yet effective title. And we're going to call it What's the Name? It's Zap Squid Game. So Perfect. I thought so. <laughs> it's nice and simple. So, first of all, we're going to do heads or tails. Jono, would you like to go first? I, th- I would love to go first. All right. I am uh, very bad at these games. It's like yeah, rock, so paper, too. scissors. Uh, <laughs> I have a notoriously bad win rate uh, with this. Uh, but I am going to say tails because okay. tails never fails. I like it. Well, I, I was going to say heads anyway. So, let's see what okay. it is. Actually, okay, no. I, I think we should play different. I rounds. feel like that's yeah. good because otherwise I'm guaranteed one of us is out this round. <laughs> I literally had that idea. I was like, wait, no, Beck, don't do that. Okay, let's go. Jono for Tails. Wait, I need to do it again. That was, it, <laughs> it, it was heads, but it was a really bad throw. So ca- okay. catch yourself lucky. All right. I almost died there, Beck. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saved you with my Thank terrible you. skills. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Ding, catch, flip. Oh, no, it's heads. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> All right, let's see what I was going to do. I'm, I'm... It's been a terrible accident. <laughs> Jono's down. Okay, I was going to do heads, so let's... Okay, it's going to seem like it was rigged, but it was heads. <laughs> um, but for the sake of the game, Jono, come. I'm going to bring you through with me to round two. Okay, wonderful. So, round like two. That. Yeah. Round two is true or false. So, yeah. oh, my gosh. Um, I'll go first because I feel like this one's hard and it really is just going to be 50-50 for me. So the question is, 
Leviathan was the name of the first monster truck. I'm. Oh, I think it's Leviathan. Oh, Leviathan. <laughs> oh, damn. I should have <laughs> given it to you. Um, I'm going to say true. Oh, well, damn. It was it, it was false. Apparently, the answer is Bigfoot was the name of the first monster truck. Bigfoot. So I'm. Uh, I would have no idea about that. <laughs> All right, Johnny. I just heard of the word Leviathan. Yeah. <laughs> Here is your uh, true or false question, Jono. Lentils yeah. have been proposed as the next big biofuel for the airline industry. True or false? That's so specific. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. True. Oh no! <laughs> it's it's actually apparently tobacco is one of the most tobacco more promising crops suggested as a possible oh. biofuel. Interesting. Okay, well we neither made it through round two, but I say let's give round three a shot. <laughs> let's. I think round three is a, a good yeah. call. Okay, so the question for this this was a memory question. It's what is the first episode of Zap called? Oh, I, uh, oh, I think I know this one. I think it is. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's good criminals doing bad things. You're very close. Oh. I'm going to I'm gonna say my guess and then I'm going to look okay, it up. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, I think it's good citizens looking at bad criminals. Oh, you're right. I think that's what it you're is. Right. And I'm going to I'm going to check it now just to be sure cuz I could have yeah, gotten the wording wrong. That sounds that sounds quite right though. It is good citizens looking at bad oh! criminals. Very good, very good. Did you look at that? Okay, well done. Well, you passed round three, even though you died round one. <laughs> even though I've been dead twice yes. now. <laughs> but that's okay. We somehow <laughs> made it through to round four, which is literally random win or lose wheel. So, so let's oh, give it yeah. a go. So, uh, Jono, would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? I would love okay. to. All right, so let's spin it. I believe there's a sound that might go with this. Ready? Oh, yes. <gasps> you got win! You got win! I got win? <laughs> How? Oh my gosh! How is oh that a God. one in ten? <laughs> Literally a one in ten chance. That's so and good. You got win. <laughs> well Look, done. I will take that. That is amazing. Um, okay. I don't fancy your chances now. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. All right. I'm <laughs> a one in. I mean, I think it's even less than one in nine now. All right, let's go. I just scrolled down instead of spinning. Let's go. Come on. Give me the win. Oh, that's not looking good. <gasps> no way. No! No way! <laughs> <laughs> How did we both get win? Uh, Zap listeners, I kid you not. I wish I'd filmed that because it, it one in ten chance of getting win, and we both got it twice in a row. That's crazy! Oh my goodness, we would oh win Squid gosh. Game. I think it's decided. I'm starting to think we'd we die would a couple win. times, but then then we would be the underdogs, and we'd, we'd come back for back. a wonderful victory. Honestly, I think I don't even think we should look at the the sixth game. I, don't I think, think that's, we should. I think that's a win. We, we take, have I'm, to finish on that. That is. Oh gosh. We have to. 
Um, but that does wrap us up for another episode. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Make sure to follow us on our socials at Zap the Podcast uh, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and we have a Facebook page as well. Uh, check out our merch at zapthepodcast.store uh, and check out what we have on sale there. Uh, we have some. We have maybe a couple ideas in the in the mix for some upcoming stuff. Uh, so you might see some new things there in the near future. Um, so give that a squeeze and. Uh, Once again, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Zap. Bye. See ya.